my friends. Welcome to the Hearts Unleashed podcast, episode 150. If he can talk, he can breathe. I am no notes in, straight up talking to you guys for a minute, for 15 minutes about this situation going on. And if you've been listening to the Hearts Unleashed podcast long enough, you know I'm not a news station. I am not a current events reporter. And this is going to be talked about. George Floyd's death and the racism and prejudice and generational trends and karmic debts that we have for what has been going on again for centuries. We're going to talk about this because as a coach, as a human, as someone who loves, as someone who's committed to teaching others to love, we are going to talk about this. And like I said, no notes. I'm straight up coming to you. I've actually pushed back the production of three other episodes to give myself and you guys the space to feel served and to feel educated, to feel like you're receiving you have an opportunity to feel educated and also supported in your process, this is impactful in every direction. No matter what beliefs you have, no matter what stance you have, this is part of where we are in this world. And again, I'm not someone who's super interested in covering current events. I know that current events are headlines, they come and go, and but this is important. This is incredibly important. And in terms of the work that I do, this is the work that I do. And so I want to talk to you guys about it. And we're going to kind of dive right in around something that really struck me. Um, I've been fuming, quite frankly. Uh, If you follow me on Instagram, I've been jumping on my story and talking to the people who don't understand or don't want to understand or want to fight for some justification. Uh, It's very frustrating. It's frustrating to hear Uh, when people are not willing or interested in seeing a different perspective other than their own. And I think that's the topic we're here to talk about, people being unwilling to see a different perspective than their own about the suffering that's going on, the innocent, the killing of black people. And, um, you know, for whatever reason he was pulled over or, you know, a person of interest or, you know, um, yada, yada, yada. Like it, it doesn't matter. This man died under the knee of another person that, 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 that wasn't police work. And that's my opinion that, you know, this is going to have a bit of opinions and what we're looking at, what I'm going to keep having you look at is hu- the humanity of each other, because that wasn't an action of love, period. That wasn't an action of love or humanity. And when I was very struck by the fact that people were standing there recording and not just recording, but saying, help that man. He's saying he can't breathe. Look at it. Check his pulse. Is there a pulse? And the officer standing up top, I think his name was Tao, um, standing in front, almost blocking the site was said to the people, if he can talk, he can breathe. I haven't gotten it out of my head for days since I heard it because we have a responsibility to check on each other. We have a responsibility to check on each other. And 
that wasn't happening. And that's not happening in life. We justify, if you can talk, you can breathe. If you can breathe, you must be fine. We don't check in on our loved ones. We don't check in on our coworkers. We don't check in on anybody. And when that, and, and then all of a sudden, they've committed suicide or they've overdosed or they did something crazy or they were the shooters or attackers, right? And we are not checking in on our people and we're missing compassion. And this isn't an episode full of reprimand. It's a place to look for ourselves because, you know, something that, and I'm grateful, I'm so grateful to see a lot of my white friends saying, yes, white privilege. And I, same thing, that was the first post I made about, it was, you know, talking about the way that this is going to continue to separate us before it it brings us together. More trauma is not going to heal us or bring us together. It will bring certain people on certain sides together, but there will still be sides of this. And until we can come together, we are going to struggle. And coming together is about a commitment to love and a commitment to healing and a commitment to compassion for each other. And that was what was missing here in this equation. And it's it's what's missing in, in any equation, anywhere. We can always be more compassionate. And when we're able to do that, we're able to actually notice each other, not for the color of our skin, not for our culture, but for our energy. As an energetic being, having a human experience you can look someone look someone in the eye or look at them and notice that they're down notice that they're angry sad upset frustrated happy grateful joyous excited so my invitation to you oh i kind of sidetrack again i'm not going by any notes but you know, I see a lot of my white friends saying, okay, it's time to educate myself. I'm going to start donating. I'm going to start signing petitions. I'm going to start reading books. And those are wonderful things. And every book in the world, every podcast episode, every training video can't teach you how to be a good human being. You go within, you go into your heart. That journey is inward. Those lessons our inside. Because if you could peel away every pretend facade, you would know that you're, you're an energetic being. You are God and they are God or universe, source energy, whatever your higher power is, that person is a soul first and a skin bag second. The skin bag, the mind, the ego does not matter. And you guys, we're going to go grand scale here. George Floyd, the cop, the other three cops, the people video recording, were all of the same source. Every eye that watched, every mouth that's talked about this, every protester, every person judging the protesters, is all the same source energy soul. And it is our minds that have separated us. And so we believe we are not each other. 
And we are. And if you check in with yourself, you will recognize the unity, the understanding that you have of another human being. But this goes beyond us not having compassion for each other. We do not have compassion for ourselves. And I, I'm not talking about that, oh yeah, I love myself, I'm worthy, I'm this, I'm that, like, I got this. It's not about that. It's about true love and forgiveness of the self. That when you can sit in silence, you can be with whatever comes up. That you might actually love your own company. That you're not hiding a bunch of secrets or you have these secret prejudice or judgments. And judging others, if you can judge others, you can judge yourself. And so you must look. And I'm going to give you all a really healthy exercise today. Whatever judgments you have, whatever, like, and you don't have to do a lot of searching. Whatever judgments you're having of other people, I invite you to sit in front of the mirror and say those judgments to yourself. And, you know, I'm going to give another current event example of the coronavirus is when, when it was first coming out and people were going out and doing whatever they wanted to do. And we were specifically being asked to stay inside and, and do it. It felt like a civic duty. Stay inside. It's, this is not, we don't have this figured out yet. And people are just going out, you know, especially for leisurely shit, like shop, um, get your supplies and go home. So many people had that invitation and didn't take it. They were out at the beaches, at the, you know, not at, couldn't go to the restaurants, but for, even for as long as they could, they were still going out in many ways. And I was witnessing this and I was judging them so hard. I was so angry. And I wrote, I went, I took it to my keyboard and I wrote this angry letter to what I was viewing as the Americans, not Americans, but the Americans who have their rights and the, and that we're they're not that wearing a mask is an infringement on their institutional rights. Like, no, it's just being kind. <laughs> it's just being considerate, and it's not that difficult. And I wrote this letter, and I wrote all of my judgments in it, and really mean, like it's a mean letter. And then I sat in the mirror about it and I read it and it took going to bed and waking up to really work my way through that judgment because when I woke up, I understood it was about breaking the rules and feeling like that a lot of the anger was that the, like, again, white privilege, thinking that the rules don't apply to you. And I, that was a lot of what that letter was about is like, who do you think you are that you're so special that you don't have to follow a request. And when I looked in the mirror, I really realized, I think I'm special in many ways to where I don't follow people's requests. I break people's perceptions all the time. And I invite my clients to do that. That's how they are able to achieve and thrive is by not listening to the rules, let's say of their parents or of a certain religion or a certain societal norm. Right. And so I had to really look for myself where what I judge exists deeply within me in some fashion, even if it is a grain of sand big that it exists 
it exists. And so any judgment that you can cast on someone else, you can find within yourself. And this is why it's broken. This is why we can't breathe as a human race. And this is what's going to kill us all. Our inability to have compassion and love and understanding and non-judgment. To be able to feel and relate to each other. To be able to check in on each other and very honestly look at one another in the eye and meet each other for the source that we are not the physical representation, not the mental, intellectual, or emotional representation, because those are not us. Those are our past culminated into what we call our ego or our identity. Our identities are false. It is the front of a building <laughs> and every and the front of a building and you can call it a store and inside it's got electrical and it's got electrical running through it and the lights turn on the same way. But we want to demand that we are different and that some of us are more important or essential. And it's just not true. It is just not true. And I'm going to very likely record one more episode around this because this is just my couple days of ruminating. This is, this is not a well thought out episode. I just really wanted to come to you and implore you to drop your judgment and implore you to love and practice compassion. It's very likely I'll be extending the mortality series into one more episode because I do see the shift. And I want to talk more about that because this isn't just about George Floyd's death. This is about the shadow of humanity showing itself. And in transformation, you cannot reach enlightenment without going through the dark night of the soul. And we as a collective, at least in America, we are in the dark night of the soul. From the virus to this economic collapse that we're experiencing, to the death, the tragedy, the racism is all coming up in our face because it's time to look at it. And we've ignored it. We've said to ourselves, if I can breathe, I'm okay. I don't have to figure it out. I'm just gonna keep on moving. I'm just going to keep on hustling. We cannot exist that way. We are not meant to exist that way. And so we're going to shift. And I'm going to support the shift out of just sticking to our human instincts and being so primal, so aggressive, so hierarchical. We're going to shift that because it's not sustainable. And we see this in government. We see this, again, financially. And we see this down to our single relationships. If you take responsibility for yourself and everybody were doing that, it would shift. And it actually wouldn't require as much force and effort as we're so convinced it would if everybody took responsibility and then everybody took responsibility for their immediate circle, immediate family, and we began to shift that one by one, we would look around and it would be different. It would be peaceful. And I, y'all have been hearing me say this because this is the concept of Hearts Unleashed, that if everyone were living their heart unleashed, there would be peace. And so thank you for tuning in to the Hearts Unleashed podcast, where we are turning dreamers into doers. 
And we are turning doers into dreamers and dreamers are lovers. And it's a fun place to be. And it's a fun way to be. I love you. Thanks for tuning in to the Hearts Unleashed podcast. We hope you found all the inspiration that you needed today and that you use it to take the next inspired action on your dreams. If you loved the show, share it with a friend. We love spreading the love. For more information, to listen to more episodes, or to shop Hearts Unleashed, head over to heartsunleashed.com. See you next time, hearts.